A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I have one of my favorite humans on today to tell you about an amazing product that we both love. Well, thank you, honey. This is Milkman Mark Hyman here telling you about the almond cow, which I saw on those Instagram posts, and I thought, we've got to have one of these and see whether it is actually as good as it looks. And it is. It's actually even better because there are things that you can make out of it, almond milk, oat milk, Cashew milk. Uh, coconut milk. Anything you want, you can make in this. And what's great is you have, there are fewer preservatives, less sugar, and then what you get left over at the end is this pulp that you can make into, can make cookies or muffins, so nothing goes to waste. And it's there anytime. So if you run out of milk, you don't have to run to the store. It is so amazing. We love it, love it, love it. So if you want to get your own, check out the link and use code Lara for extra savings. Approved by the Milkman. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a lit yoga podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through smarter and safer movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Welcome, my friends, to Monthly Motivation, where I have a topic that I hope motivates you. And this month in particular is about motivation, but it's the motivation to rest. So this really came to me after I get a lot of questions and even my team was talking about it. And one of the questions I get a lot of, how, does you, how do you recognize the need for rest versus just feeling the lack of motivation when it comes to movement in particular? And I think when we are grappling with that question, we really need to unpack the reason we're feeling the need for rest. Because it'll come up definitely when it comes to movement, because usually that takes some habit. Um, some might describe it as motivation. Motivation, the, the actual um, definition of motivation is designed to promote the desire or willingness to do or achieve something. So when we think about motivation, that automatically summons this idea that we need to be doing something or we need to get something done almost in a kind of checklist way. Like I need to practice my yoga for 45 minutes today, or I need to go for a run for five miles or whatever it is. So how do we recognize the need for rest versus that feeling, the lack of motivation of wanting to do some movement? And often that lack of motivation might be because you need to rest. So this is really about the motivation to rest. 
and how important that that is. So let's start with what. What is rest? Well, the Cambridge Dictionary defines rest as to cause someone or something to stop doing a particular activity or stop being active for a period of time in order to relax and get back your strength. Now, many people associate that first part of the definition, stop doing a particular activity, and they forget the last part. In other words, they're, they're perceiving rest as doing nothing, and we need to redefine it and really define rest as doing something because what you're doing is you're relaxing to get back to your strength. And often that is necessary for healing, for rejuvenating your energy, for rejuvenating your mind. But we are in a time period where more and more workers are forgoing rest days to get more hours at the office, especially in our Western world. And, you know, with COVID and many things going virtual, there is potentially a possible workday every day. And if you work for yourself like me, if you're an entrepreneur, you could work every day. But we know that for centuries, humans have innately practiced rest as a fundamental element for success, for happiness, for harmony. You know, we even the saying of God rested on the seventh day, like it, even <laughs> this monumental figure had, had needed a rest. And so where have we gone astray that we feel like we have to be productive and working and working every single day? So this quest for productivity, for work, for accomplishing, it has really created a ecosystem where rest days are looked upon as kind of being a, a weak thing or being something that indicates that um, you're not as valuable. And this is really true in the United States where we don't even have great um, vacation policies. You know, when you look at Europe, people really know how to rest there. They have that in their cultural indoctrination. You know, they're giving employees one, two months of vacation. Whereas in the U.S., you know, you start off at two weeks, maybe. So it, it seems that ever since we become adults and start working, that the goal is to do, to do, to do. And we need to reframe that part of that doing is not doing, is resting, because resting has so many benefits that I'll get into. Okay, so what, first of all, needs rest? We often think of, especially when we're talking about movement, about the body. Of course the body needs rest. So for those of you who are out there and you work out six, seven days a week and you're going and you're going and going, you probably have heard of you need a rest day because that helps you kind of re-fire up your batteries it helps your tissues rest, especially if you've done a strenuous workout like weightlifting. You really need to allow the muscle tissue and even the nervous system to go into rest to help you heal from the micro tears that happen when you're lifting heavy weights. But this is true if you're running every day. There is still some repair that needs to happen. 
And so we need to rest for our body, the musculoskeletal system, but also our cardiovascular system. We need to allow it to heal and repair itself. Rest is absolutely needed for our immunity. If we want our immune system to be operating at top notch, we must rest. And studies have shown sleep and immunology correlate in two ways. Well, sleeping gives us a piece for our immune system to really help sort out any kind of inflammatory processes that are going on, injuries. And that is necessary when we sleep, which is a form of rest, we know. But rest is also needed for our immune system to stay strong when we are awake. So when we're sleeping, we are repairing, we are healing, and we are making our immunity more robust because our cells, while we're resting, are actually regenerating. So there is something happening. It might not be in the form of a spreadsheet, but it's happening physiologically. And we know that nothing will uh, get in the way of productivity faster than being sick because we're not going to be operating at our top notch. We are going to be feeling low energy. And so we are going to be less productive if we don't take care of our immune system by taking care of our bodies and having these important rest days and rest opportunities during the day so our immune system can repair in the ways it needs to any of that inflammatory stuff that's happening and um, allow us to really show up refreshed in all the ways. It's also important for the body in terms of the stress so we all hear about stress hormones. Well, sleep and rest naturally lower our stress hormone levels. So when we are resting, we're helping our ability to manage stress. And you can think about a time when you feel have felt really wired and not rested and not you're depleted. You probably feel a heightened stress inside you and then think about how that comes out in the way you interact, in the way you work, in the way you are living. So the stress hormones um, need to be lowered and they're lowered with rest. They're lowered when we rest and sleep. We also are not regulating our hormones like our blood sugar level is, is going to be affected. The hormones that are responsible for repairing our cells and our tissue, these wonderful stem cells, they're not going to be performing as well. So our ability to defend, to defend our body against infections as well as stress that comes at us from all different parts of our life, our, our defenses are lower. So we're not going to be able to manage stress well. We're going to not be able to manage um, our blood sugar well. And what happens? We feel exhausted. We feel exhausted. And that feeling of exhaustion is really an, a big indication we haven't been resting well. We also need to take a rest. This kind of is, you know, piggybacking off of the stress. We need to rest for our emotional state. When we are tired, when we are feeling not rested, our decision making is not as good. Our moods tend to be lower because our energy levels are lower. So we are more inclined to stray from our goals. So that question of like, am I, motive, am I lacking motivation 
or am I just needing a rest? You're probably needing a rest because if you are not showing up with that kind of vitality and joy for your movement practice, then you're going that you probably need rest because the rest is going to give you that uh, inspiration to get back and get back on track, so to speak. But if we're feeling low and our energy levels are low and we're feeling depleted, we're so much more likely to stray from our fitness goals um, and other goals we might have for ourselves that really are meant to improve us. And when, you know, from emotional state, when you are feeling empty, like when you're feeling like you have nothing to give because you're so depleted, you're not going to be your best self for others either. So in your relationships, whether it's a work relationship, a home relationship, a family relationship, a friend relationship, you are not at the best emotional state to give. So taking care of yourself is one of the most important ways to better take care of others. And that your emotional state is very much dependent on your ability to rest. We also need to rest for our brain. We know this, okay? So we know when we're not resting well, we feel sluggish, we can't focus as well, we're distracted easily, and that goes back into the, our moods are probably not that great. So our brain is like, it is like a muscle. It is like a muscle that you work really hard, you need to also let it rest and recover because it gets worn out and tired. And that recovery is so important for in increasing our our ability to process information, to uh, hold on to memories, you know, so for our frontal lobe and other areas of our brain, we need those decision-making and memory um, parts of our brain to be functioning well, problem-solving, concentrating. All of these important mental processes are all functioning in the brain, and when we are not rested well, we are not going to be able to operate in our brain in the way we want to. So having that rest is essential for our, our workplace success, our productivity there. Because again, if you're not able to hold on to information, process information, concentrate, you're not gonna be your most productive self. So it's contrary to what we think. Busy, busy, busy is not necessarily going to give you the most amount of productivity, whether it's at work or whether it's at you know, your fitness level, whatever it is. We need to give our brain a chance to rest. When we sleep, we our brain is still active, but what it's doing is it's kind of downloading and cleaning the files of the day. And that helps us wake up and feel restored and have a fresh brain to take all that information in. So there has been studies that have showed that People that are not sleeping as well, they have a higher correlation to memory diseases. So we know we want sleep. We know we want rest because it'll help our mood and our mental health. Today's podcast is sponsored by AminoCo, my favorite company for amino-based supplementation. While I use many of their products, today I'm highlighting the Purity line. Purity is just like it sounds like. It's designed to accelerate the export of fat triglycerides out of the liver, which helps reduce overall liver fat levels and helps maintain normal levels of liver enzymes. The liver is vital to all metabolic processes in the body. 
and is primarily responsible for removing toxins, processing nutrients from food, breaking down fats, and building proteins. I use Purity as a bonus to help my liver function more optimally. Even though I'm living a pretty clean life, I feel better knowing that Purity is helping me filter out the inevitable toxins that we all encounter. This drink helps me feel refreshed and motivated to keep my organs functioning their best. I mix it with a powder in water or in my favorite smoothie. You can find out more about AminoCo in episode 569 when I interview the, one of the founders, Dr. Robert Wolf. You can also shop my favorite 100% science-based amino acid supplements and save 30%. Just enter code LIT at AminoCo.com slash LIT. Again, AminoCo, A-M-I-N-O-C-O dot com slash LIT. We also need to rest for our productivity, like I mentioned, but also our creativity. I know for sure I get the most creative on the mat with all kinds of movements and patterns when I've had moments of rest, when I don't come to it after I've been working at the computer, having meetings, teaching, et cetera. It's on the days where I have really blocked out lots of times, and I, I, that to me is my creative time. So I have to block out that time, and I'm blocking it out, A, so I can rest, so I can just chill and maybe do very little. And then when I come to the mat, which is my creative place, I feel like there's, I, I'm getting so many downloads. It's prom the prom promotion of creativity is so high. Versus if I were to come onto the mat after uh, really being spent, I'm going to feel like, okay, what do I do? I'm not even sure, right? That creativity is not getting downloaded inside. So we really, really need to remember that the rest is great for our productivity and our creativity. And getting back to productivity, studies have found consistently that taking time off from work actually makes you more efficient when you come back. In one study, people who were asked to take off one day each week ended up <clears throat> reporting higher productivity and greater sense of accomplishment over time. So I've also mentioned this in another podcast. There have been studies that uh, have been done where people, employees, employers have given their employees a day off of work and just asked them to get the same amount of work done and really looked at the productivity, they looked at the number, the data. And what it found is, what they found is when they gave their employees a day off of work, so they're actually working fewer hours, they accomplished more. They were more productive. So that really tells you how important rest is for our creativity and productivity. We're fresher, we're better um, communicators, better processors, better at our memory, better at our creativity. We're just all around so much better. And we know we can make better decisions. You know, when we feel like our, um, our ability to concentrate is not great, our brain feels fatigued, have you ever felt like you can't make decisions? You're like, oh, I don't know. There's four choices here and I'm just, I'm, I'm a blank. It's really hard to make good decisions when your brain doesn't feel um, creative, productive, or refreshed. Okay, so what else? Rest is also important for reflection. We don't give ourselves, and I really feel like our children as well, we don't give 
any of us enough time to just review and reflect. That kind of stare off in space when you're in the car versus looking at your phone and getting something done and you know, doing a lot of things. Can And I'm not saying stare off in a space when you're driving. I'm talking about like when you're just a passenger or your kids are passengers, that time we used to have before technology really was so heightened where we would just be staring off. And these, those are restful times where we're just giving ourselves space to feel, to, to think in a way that's just uh, like kind of a meandering thought that doesn't need to have any clarity, but gives us clarity. Because without taking these times to reflect, we are probably cluttering our mind more than clearing it. And so a rest day or a re- or time during the day where you rest is a really nice way to refresh and reflect on what you have been doing or what you want to be doing. And that can give you the renewed motivation to come back to whatever it is, whether it's exercise or uh, work or family life, with just a fresh sense of purpose. So we, what we want is to better manage our energy resources through rest, through reflection, so that we can feel really vibrant and alive. So how to rest? Well, as as I mentioned at the beginning, many people perceive resting as a synonym for sleeping because when we're sleeping, we are resting for sure. But rest does not have to be just sleeping for lengths of time. It can be dozing or power napping. Lots of studies have shown the benefits of taking a power nap in a 15 or 20 minute duration and how that is like a reboot for your nervous system, for your brain, for your body. Um, My husband does this really well. He can just lie down and just take a 20 minute nap. I have to put a timer on because I would go into a longer state. And we know that once you get to like 45 minutes, sometimes you feel sleepier and not as you you feel maybe your body feels kind of sluggish, but it doesn't feel like it's rested per, per se. So know the difference between like going to sleep for a long time, like at night and how important that is for rest, but also being able to take a little doze or a nap that's not as long, but is giving you a chance to refresh. Another way to rest is really get in touch with what brings you joy. So this comes back to like that motivation to exercise or motivation to move. And when you feel like you're lacking that, where, where do you feel joyful in your movement? And Go to that more, go to the place where you feel joy, and then rest as a bookend to that, because rest is a part of that joyful relationship. And so if you're someone who looks at movement or exercise as something you have to do because you want to keep your heart rate, you know, or your heart healthy, or you want to Um, fit in your jeans or you want to lose weight or whatever it is. There's no right or wrong reason, but reflect on your reasons. At the end of the day, the reason we move and the reason we exercise should be grounded in joy, that it brings us a sense of being alive, of taking care of this 
beautiful vessel that takes us through life, our body. And so we need to think of like, just like with exercise, like you don't want to exercise to deserve food or deserve a rest. You want to look at exercise as being deserving on its own, that it is making you feel better. And then rest to help you be motivated to exercise, to move. Because when you're physically exhausted, you're not going to have the motivation to move your body. You just aren't. And then it's become a cycle where you associate movement with something that is a chore. Movement with something that, you know, if you don't do, you feel even worse about. And then you're going to feel even more exhausted because we do know movement does help you feel less exhausted. It helps you feel more motivated. It helps you feel energized. But we want that movement to be supporting your overall ecosystem, which includes rest in it. So when you're deciding, like, I want to move or I want to rest, let let it be fluid. Let it be um, permissive, not at all related to any kind of um, punitive feelings. So if you don't exercise one day because you really feel like you just need to rest, that's great. Just give yourself permission to do that. But if you have like a day that you were calling your rest day and you actually feel like moving, then move, right? You don't have to be um, so decisive that you are punishing yourself one way or another. Like part of it is really tuning in to your needs, becoming more intuitive with movement, becoming more intuitive with rest, especially if you've had a relationship with movement that isn't as healthy, that's more kind of rigid or punitive, or if you've been healing after an injury or illness and you, you know, don't feel so great about movement because you haven't been doing it. Start small and know that a little bit of movement is the same as a little bit of rest. <laughs> They're both great, right? Doing a little bit of rest is better than doing no rest, and doing a little bit of movement is better than doing no movement. So just changing your relationship will, with rest will actually change your relationship with your movement practice. Because what we want is a feeling of consistency, a feeling of clarity, that we want to move because it helps us feel stronger. It helps us feel more mobile. It helps us do the things in our life and participate in different ways in our life. You know, whether it's hiking or playing with children, we can do that because we've been consistent. And then in a similar way, be consistent with your rest. I pretty much bookend or, or a book in, not bookend, book in some part of my day off so that I can literally try and do, quote unquote, nothing. So how again do I rest? It doesn't, I might sleep. I might just sit on the couch and hang out with my dog. I might sit on my couch and drink water and read a book. So even though, say, meditation or reading, there is some involvement. It's not a pure like turning everything off, it's restful. So that can also be a form of rest. It's taking a break in a way that refuels you. So that's the way to think of rest. It is part of, again, the entire mechanics 
of how your brain functions, how your body functions, how your emotions function, how your creativity and productivity function, how you are as a person in the world to yourself and in relationships. And so what is bringing you that sense of refreshing? It could be you know, going out and having a coffee with a friend, even though, again, you're engaging and your mind might be going, it might be a rest from the busybodiness of your brain and life. So I think it's good to think of rest in whatever way. Be intuitive because ultimately you are the expert on your body and your brain. What does rest mean for you? So let me end this with a couple of quotes. Anne Lamott says, when you rest, you catch your breath and it holds you up like water wings. And then Bansky wrote, if you get tired, learn to rest, not to quit. All right. So another good one is just to do your best, you need to rest. So think about this. At the end of this year, coming into the new year, where there's going to be a lot on your plate and maybe some stress, maybe some stress at work or at home or just with holidays, whatever it is, that's always going to be there. Like what's always going to be there is your relationship with your body and your mind and your relationship with rest. It will affect every aspect of your life. So focus on resting. Let it be something that you embrace, that you don't think is making you less than. It's making you more than because it will impact your attitude toward yourself, towards others. It will improve your ability to accomplish the goals that you are working toward. And it's healthy. It's healthy. Let's not look at rest as something that only the weaklings do or that it is because we lack motivation. It is there because we need to stop being active for a period of time in order to get back to our strength, as the Cambridge Dictionary said. So get back to your strength. And as always, know that I'm pulling for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.